good. <laughs> do we remember how to do this? Um, it's been 20 days. That's... I'm sorry. I feel like that's a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that was the last time we posted an episode. Jesus. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm assuming we're recording now. Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Life. Yes. Life kicked me in the ass. No. Ice machine. <laughs> I will kill. <laughs> Is it just dropping what it already had? Yes. <laughs> We uh, turned off the ice machine. Apparently, oh. it doesn't care. It yet lives. <laughs> I will kill! <laughs> Stop making ice! <laughs> that's its one purpose. It's one. That's what it, it exists for is to make ice. You're telling it not to do the thing that it was built to do. Yes. <laughs> literally the only reason for its existence. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I was gonna say. <laughs> the life may have kicked me in the ass real hard. So I've been having a hard time. Uh, and then schedules. We've just been so busy. Yeah, our schedules have not matched up at no. all. Like, we haven't even seen each other. It's nuts. In, like, two weeks, I think. Yeah, when was the last time? That's weird. Right? Yeah. That's so weird. So, sorry guys. <laughs> we still exist. We do. DBU is still a thing. <clears throat> We're still death. <laughs> We're still death. We're still death and shit. That's the name of our episode. <laughs> We're still death. We're still death. <laughs> or we're still death and shit. Oh, we can't do that. We can't. We're do still death and. We're still death and. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is Death Becomes instead Us. Of, instead of straight chillin', straight deathin'. Straight deathin'. <laughs> straight deathin'. Honestly, that's my aesthetic. Same. <laughs> so welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, cute, creepy. Uh, twin voices? Twin. Talking twin. in the same time? Yeah. Same thing? Same words? <laughs> Who hurt us? In unison. There we go. That's the word. There was a word and we found it. Um, so that's Talia. That's Krista. Hello. Hey. Oh, Damn that's it. you. That's Talia. That's Talia. <laughs> that's your bad. My fucking bad. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so we apologize. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but we're still recording. Like, we're still, we're not giving <laughs> up. We're not disappearing. It's just hard right now. Yeah. Um, but I think, <laughs> fingers mega crossed, <laughs> that things are a little better now. Yeah. I think they're a little more chill. My life is not upside down. And I do not sleep during the day like a zombie vampire. Yeah, you're like a human again. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm getting a normal-ish schedule and it's so great. I'm into it. I love it so much. <sighs> I need to burp. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is episode 30. 30. <clears throat> Welcome. Hey. Yeah, let's let's hear about some bad things that happen to good people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> or just hear about bad people. I just, <laughs> I just love that so much. 
<laughs> let's hear about some bad things that happen to good people. <laughs> I feel like that's our podcast. That's a summary. Oh my Give god! you a summary. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely think so. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going Talia's first. first this week. And uh, basically, I'm doing a list. Ooh, I love lists. I'm back to my li- little list. Little list. Uh, so I'm doing... There's someone in the house. No. Yes. Oh my god. 14 stories of a creeper caught in the act. <laughs> yeah. I hope... Bad things, good people. Right? Y'all. I hope on the list is a story about the guy with the girl in the attic. Uh, do I know this story? I don't know. It's like, nothing happens. It's just like this guy, like, stuff, like, goes missing or gets moved around or whatever, and he's, like, weirded out. So he sets up cameras, Mm -hmm. and then when he's watching the footage back, there's a lady that just, like, creep crawls out of his wardrobe and shit. Yeah, um, actually, so... And then he's he's watching the footage. Yeah, so spoilers, when I was uh, doing my research, basically my original, like plan mm-hmm. for my topic yes. was stories or instances where people discovered that people were living in their homes. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a few, but... There's not as many as you wanted. Yeah, not, not as many as I wanted. That's and, fair. I don't know. There are some really good creepy ones. Like, mm-hmm. there's actually one that I think I still want to include mm-hmm. that I was actually planning on mm-hmm. including. That Sometimes we there's subjects we want to talk about and there's just not enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do a full... But I found this article that yeah. was... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stranger it's danger. still creepy, yeah. Ooh, I'm into it. So it's basically the creepiest home invasion stories mm-hmm. from Reddit, okay. of course, Yeah, naturally. I mean, Reddit's a great hub for just uh, useless, everything. useless information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and useful information <laughs> at okay. times. That's true. Mm-hmm. It can be good. My problem, I don't know if we've talked about this, especially on air, but my biggest problem with Reddit when using it for mm. a resource is there's a lot of, it's like a hodgepodge of... Like fanfics and yeah. custom written right. horror stories, yes, and then yeah, creepy pastas. People doing research mm-hmm. on stuff. So right. I just don't know how reliable it is as a source for true stories. Right. So, but if you just want creepy ass stories, yeah. then cool. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. But anyways, so here's Kay. some stories. Okay. There's no like Reddit usernames or anything. Mm-hmm. So okay. Um, this one is titled. <clears throat> We found knives in our bedrooms. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, our house was broken into when I was a kid. We were on vacation at the time, but came home immediately. I remember the house being a complete mess. Oh. My father owns a business, and at that time, he had just upgraded his home office to Windows 95 computers. <laughs> Hot if that damn. gives you a time frame for this yeah. story. Yeah. And an office of the 90s was a gold mine for home thieves. The cops told us it was probably five or six pros who promptly left when they heard uh, when they heard on their police scanner that our new neighbors had called it in. None of us had ever felt that safety of a home. Mm. The home the most startling part was finding kitchen knives in all of our bedrooms, knowing they had watched us for some time to know our schedule and finding weapons that the police confirmed were probably to be used if someone was home. Still keeps me up at night 20 Ew, years later. Oh, shit. Yeah. That kind of stuff is so creepy. Well, like, wrong place, wrong time yeah. stuff. Because they're... Yeah. Stuff that's not your fault. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Like, um, 
I'm sorry that I came home from work 30 minutes early today. Mm-hmm. That my boss was like, you know what? You can go home. Yeah. And then I came home and you thought you had another 30 minutes to steal shit from my apartment. Yeah. And now I have a knife in my throat. And am murdered. Yes. Yeah. Oof. It's, it's so, so sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disappointing. Yeah. Um, I feel like this title alone is an oxymoron, but I didn't write it, so I can't be held accountable. That's fair. Um, but the title for this one is, I thought I was safe because I lived in the woods. (laughs) Krista just fast blinked at me, like, are you for fucking real right now? Tell me that's not what you were thinking. That is what I was thinking. What the woods is the opposite of what I think would make you think, The amount of bad things that have happened in the woods... Is high. <laughs> well, that's where bodies are dumped. And yeah. And people have been kidnapped. You thought you were safe because you live in the... Who hurt you? I mean, uh, I guess if they're thinking like purely population, sure. Yeah, I guess. But statistically, bad things happen in the motherfucking woods. Yeah. For real. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, so... <clears throat> ready. Uh, I go and walk my dog around my house pretty late at night. Uh, 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. Maybe not the safest thing, but I live in the woods and away from people. Okay. Oh, you're already a dumbass. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that's not the story. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I start walking downstairs and notice my sister's door is open and the light is on. It struck me as odd considering she moved out six years ago and nobody ever goes in there. Ah! That would be odd. Ah! I walk in to turn the light off and close the door and I see a man trying to hide behind the closet door. Holy shit! Ugh! (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I'd be like, puppy, where where have you been? Did you not bark at the intruder? Pupper! Dog. Pupper fail. Right? Major fail. You have one job as a dog. Mm -hmm. It's to bark. When there's intruders, that's your existence. (laughs) I'm kidding. I act like I didn't see him and went and grabbed my shotgun from the other room. Uh, I went back in the room and I told him not to move or I'd fucking kill him. He jumped out from the closet and took off running as fast as he could right past me into the garage and out into the woods. I could have shot him, but I didn't. Ugh. 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 Well, and like, he ran past you. Yeah. How close past you? Yeah. Did they brush elbows? <laughs> elbows. <laughs> I don't know. But just... Uh, this whole concept of... Because, correct me if I'm wrong here, but, like, most of the time, as it should be, when you're in your home, you feel a sense of security and comfort right. and familiarity yes. and whatever. Yes. And so, like, the last thing you want to think about is, like... You know, as you're walking back to the living room from the bathroom, like, that's weird. Why is that light on? Mm -hmm. And then, like, oh, hey, random man I don't know in the closet. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Yes. Ah! Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds awful. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I have... I have nightmares about it because I'm, I'm blind. And I am very scared that something's going to happen in the middle of the night. When you don't When have... I can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. So I, like, know the way to the machete by heart. He's <laughs> <laughs> Justin King. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so let's see. I saw his face. A few, a few days earlier, he knocked on my door claiming to know my neighbor and said he was looking for a copper to sell. 
He asked if I knew or had any old copper he could have. I gave him a few old car batteries I had, but and that was that. He said he had two daughters he was trying to take care of. I didn't call the cops, but that's the extent of my mercy. If he came back the next night, he was definitely dead. I feel like that was too merciful, personally, but... Uh, you let him run past you? Like, say what? <clears throat> and he didn't call the cops? Like, if you yeah. knew that two had broken into your house... He could have come back. Yeah. Well... You say he would have been dead. What if he got you first? It's true. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Yikes, yikes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, This one is called They Had Been Watching. (laughs) Everything makes me uncomfortable and I want to die. (laughs) (laughs) When I was four, my parents worked long hours at a restaurant. They left my brother to babysit me until 10 or 10.30 p.m. at night. That's... Okay. (laughs) <laughs> 10 30 p.m at night yeah i didn't yeah. write it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't write it. i didn't write it he's eight years older than me so 12 years old at the time every night when my parents uh would come home they'll ring the bell and i'll run to greet them at the door with my brother ah! one day the bell rings and when i open the door instead of my parents it's four guys standing there <gasps> apparently they had been watching the house and knew the routine they have guns, and they tell my brother and me to go downstairs and watch TV as one of the guys stands guard over us. They let me sit there but tie my brother up using Nintendo cords. I remember going to tug at the cords at my brother's wrist. I wasn't trying to untie him. It was more out of curiosity, and the guy actually pointed his gun at me and told me to stop. When they finished going through the house, they tied us both to a beam and left. After a while, my brother wiggled out of the bindings, and my parents came home. The cops were called, and info was given to the police. They got a few pieces of jewelry and a camcorder. Ugh. Yeah. No. <clears throat> like, yeah, I'm just going to go answer the door. Oh, now I'm being, like, hogtied. Yeah. And you're rummaging through my things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. So I awful. I don't appreciate it. I feel like the whole point of this podcast is just to make ourselves suffer. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Because it's the shit like, that hey, we hate. Do you know what would suck? <clears throat> an intruder. Let's read about them. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, standing in our kitchen was a man. Ew. I feel like that's the story. <laughs> I hope you don't want a midnight snack. Right? <laughs> that's the story. They spoiled it. They spoiled it. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> standing in our kitchen was a was a man. Dot, dot, dot. <gasps> See, that would be good. That's clickbait. Total clickbait. I want to know. It was in your uh, kitchen. Yeah. It could have been anything. Yeah. Uh, So my mom had recently been making a lot of brownies. Special brownies. Mm -hmm. On this day, she made a particular batch. Oh, shit. That was greater than any of the other brownies she had made before. Sure. Yeah, she got that ganja butter. (laughs) We ate a few. (laughs) But for some reason, we didn't finish them and we left them out on the kitchen stove. Uh Uh-oh. That's how you get hobos. (laughs) You want ants? Because that's how you get ants. (laughs) My mom, my sister, and I all went to sleep later that night while my dad was out at a meeting. My mom, knowing my dad would be home just a few minutes, didn't think she needed to lock the door downstairs before she went to sleep. Yeah. Always lock your door. Mm -hmm. Safety and door locks. Yes. (laughs) Now we're all asleep and my dad pulls into the driveway. The first thing he notices is that our garage door is open and his bike is standing outside. Then he turns to look in the house and standing in our kitchen is a man. Yikes. My dad doesn't realize what's going on. First, he assumes that one of his friends has come over wanting to borrow his bike, but was waiting for him to come home so he could ask. 
The man inside our house sprints out the back door. Yuck. My dad starts to chase him, but stops. He knows we're inside and he wants to make sure that we're okay. So now we're all gathered downstairs and we notice something. The intruder walked into our house and the first thing he would have seen is the kitchen table. On the kitchen table were three wallets, all untouched. And we look over and see the plate of brownies completely destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) He was hungry. He just wanted some brownies. He was hungry. Hungry. Uh, the man who had broken into our house skipped over our valuables and went straight for the brownies. At the time, I was more disappointed by the fact that we didn't get to finish them <laughs> than scared that we had kind of been robbed. <laughs> Obviously, my mom and dad were pretty freaked out. They bought an alarm system for the house, and my dad didn't sleep for a few days. But other than that, the only thing that we lost were some brownies. <laughs> that one's lighthearted. It is. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. That sounds like something that would happen to my mom. Because <laughs> she bakes, and she bakes yeah. really well. Yeah. And so, like... I feel like some random man. Yes, would eat her pastries. Eat yes, I do. <laughs> uh, uh, he was coming through the window. Ew. No, no. I was home midweek one time because my company gave us our oh gave us our department the day off after pulling some all nighters. I was sitting on the couch playing on the internet when I see a shadow across the back of the sliding glass door. I thought it might have been the neighbor's dog who likes to come and visit for treats every so often, but I wasn't in the mood, so I ignored it. How dare. That's rough. How dare. Honestly, Who's not in the mood to love on a pupper? I don't know, man. Get out. Especially when, like, your work was like, go home. You've, like, worked so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, take a breather. And then you're like, I'm not in the mood to play with a dog. <laughs> Snooty bastard. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to finish the story because I hate this asshole. Salty. <laughs> Ugh, anyway. That's fair. Then I get up to get something from the bedroom because clearly what's in the bedroom is more important than his neighbor's dog. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I happen to look in the hallway bathroom and there's some dude trying to climb through the window. I quickly run over and yank his leg down so he smashes his balls on the windowsill. He's yelling while I'm screaming bloody murder. Hold his arm and just start wailing on his ribs, face, ears, etc. I shove him off and he takes off running. (laughs) Fair enough. He fought. Yeah. He was like, oh, fuck no. (laughs) Uh, I I just always wonder what I would do in those situations. Don't you? Yeah, for sure. I honestly feel like it would depend on my mood. Right? Are you too lazy to give the neighbor's dog a treat? Oh, never. <laughs> but Sorry, like, would I healthy. fight? Would I fight the intruder? Would I like be so taken aback that I'd just be like, "Can I help you?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Or would you like? Or would I scream freak and run the fuck out? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. See, I I think about it all the time. Yeah. And it would just depend on how I'm feeling that day. Weird. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Yeah. But like, yeah. <clears throat> it really would depend. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling flighty <laughs> or, or fighty? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. I heard him open my bedroom door. God. Is... Let me die. Jesus okay. me. <laughs> In 2003, set the tone here. Okay. I just turned 18. <laughs> set the tone. And I was kicked out of my house. That's rough. Well, I worked night shifts at McDonald's, also rough. That is Moved rough. into an old house, basement, basement suite. Nah, it's meh. With, uh, with a guy friend. Could be good. <laughs> yeah. I'm just analyzing this whole yes. thing. I slept during the day, obviously, since I did the night shift. Well, 
Some of us sleep during the day. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> one day about late morning, my roommate was at work and I was in bed. I could hear an engine outside and then some fickling around the front door. I don't know if fickling is a word, friend. Did they mean fiddling? Maybe, sure. but it's clearly fickling. Right. F-I-C-K-L-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. Fickling. fickling. Sure. Somehow they had broken in. I could hear them quickly and frantically moving around. I was completely frozen. I literally could not move. I decided to just keep lying there, facing the wall, not making a sound. Then my heart dropped as I heard my bedroom door open. (laughs) I closed my eyes and pretended to be asleep. I heard silence for a couple of seconds and then footsteps running out the door. As soon as I heard the front door close and the engine start, I ran out and saw a van speeding away. By the way, they stole absolutely nothing. We had nothing of value. My bedroom was a mattress on the floor in a tiny closet area. Yeah. That's still scary, though. That is so scary. <clears throat> That's super scary. Uh, I told you about that time, right, when we had people get in our car? Yes. Yes. It was so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Should I tell that story? Yeah, Just you real should. quick. Yes, it's yes, super yes. quick. So, basically, we're sitting in our driveway, and the car is on. We're just sort of, like, idling. Yes. We're about to leave, and as we're sitting there... Both the back seat doors open and two men like get into our car and they basically thought we were their friends, I guess, because they like got in and made some like offhand remark about what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And then we all sort of like made eye contact. Looked at each other? Yeah. So like we looked at them and they looked at us and like it was sort of like, oh shit, sorry. And like they got out and we were like lock <laughs> yeah which for one why didn't we have the doors locked i don't know I, yeah. anyways but so like nothing happened and right. it was kind of just like well that was weird but like i think they just thought we were their friends mm-hmm. and so they got in the car mm-hmm. but that is how quickly something can happen oh y- yes because like, like in if an they instant. had been like robbers or like just people like psychos that wanted yeah. to kill someone yeah like it could have been like Knife to our throats. Yep. Or instantly. You know, Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. That quickly. Mm -hmm. Literally, you're sitting in your driveway, front of your house. Mm -hmm. Two dudes get in your car, you're fucking dead. Yeah. But anyways, (sighs) didn't happen. (sighs) Alive. Yay! But woof. But woof. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just a little sidebar for you. Yeah. A little peek into your life. Exactly. This one is (laughs) called Caught in the Act. Sure. Wow. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Last year, I went out shopping for about an hour at 8 p.m. or so. When I came back, it was very cold in the house, and I wasn't sure why, so I started looking around. The back door had the window broken, and it was unlocked. I checked for my computer. Missing. iPad. Missing. Ugh. Rough. Yeah. Then I went upstairs to my room to see if my PS3 was taken, and I catch the fucker in the act. Oh, man. God. He was shorter than me and looked really young, maybe a high school student. The first words out of his mouth were, please don't hurt me. (laughs) Then I asked him to give me back all of my things and I wouldn't call the cops. He gave me back all my stuff, said sorry, and handed me 20 bucks for the inconvenience. What the fuck? (laughs) I almost said something bad, though. (laughs) What? If you're gonna rob, do it right. (laughs) If you're gonna rob. I don't mean that, though. Like, like, (laughs) probably best case scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. But then why rob in the first place? I don't know. Why? Why would you fucking do that? I don't know. I don't. I. I maybe I'm being, like, stupid about it, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this one is called 
Shoot me, bitch. Wow. <laughs> this one's going to be good, I can tell. <laughs> I hope so. It's <laughs> my aesthetic. Okay, so two people came in, and one held a gun up to my head. I, ah! I knocked it to the side and said, shoot me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no setup. We're just getting right to it. Straight into the good Holy stuff. Holy shit. The other guy held a gun up to my friend's head, and I let them do their thing, robbing me of about five grand. Holy shit, who just has five Damn. grand? As I gleek everywhere. <laughs> Damn. Just a trail of spit. Spit. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I don't. Uh, I don't have five grand. I sure I don't. I don't think I have ever had five grand in my possession all at once. Well, I do in my I do have that much in my 401k, but... I don't. But it's my 401k. That money doesn't fucking count. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, being 20 years old, this was a decent amount of money. Yeah! No, holy shit! No shit, that's a decent amount of money. I didn't have that much money when I was 20. No. I was working in, like, a butcher house. (laughs) A butcher house. (laughs) Which is your aesthetic. (laughs) No, I think I, I think I was 19 when I worked at the slaughterhouse. Mm. Anyway, saying, I made no money. Yeah, at 20, you didn't have five grand. No. Uh, the same year also had somehow thrown a brick through the window of my house and they got inside. But as far as we could tell, the dog chased him away. This year, an asshole tried to rob me at knife point and sliced me when I wouldn't give him anything. Ah. I, my dog oh, ended shit. up biting him in the ass and chasing him uh, into a little pond and swimming after him as he cried for me oh. to call my dog back. <laughs> wow. No. No, bitch. But Jesus. Yeah. That's rough. Like... Holy shit. Held at gunpoint, knife point, and wow. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. This one is called, I Grabbed My Sword. (laughs) This is Brad. This is Brad. Absolutely. (laughs) Right? Brad. Bradley. (laughs) Brad. (laughs) One night about seven years ago, I just moved into my new home. The neighborhood was a good place. No major crime. About two months after I moved in, I hear a huge bang at 2 a.m. at the door and then a loud redneck voice. I'm in bed. I sleep nude, by the way. Oh, Same. (laughs) My first reaction is to grab the sword near the bed and charge into the living room while yelling. The look on the guy's face was priceless. A 300-plus pound dude, nude, with a sword yelling at the top of his lungs, just charging at him. He got the fuck out ASAP, tripping over himself, and fell in the yard while running. God damn. I, I call the cops, put on some pants, and wait on the cops to get to me. Once they arrived, they had already gotten someone in custody. They saw him trying to break into another home down the street. I confirmed that it was the same guy. Once Trail came and pasted, found out he was on meth. Mm. I don't know what Trial were, came. The trial came. Trial came. Okay. And passed. P-A-S-T-E-D. That is not... Okay. Okay. (laughs) Past found out that he was on meth and looking for an abandoned lot to crash in. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Except for weed. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Stoned as fuck right now. (laughs) You sure are. That's okay. You might be. They took my brother's piggy bank. Oh my god. Sad. That is sad. <laughs> what heartless heathen takes a child's piggy bank? Woof. It's got just like 
two quarters in there. Woof, woof. <laughs> it's got two quarters in there. Uh, when I was a little kid, our house was broken into. We didn't catch anyone in the act, and I don't remember what all was missing. I do remember, maybe a couple weeks later, my folks were moving my brother's dresser, and behind it, they found his plastic piggy blank, piggy, piggy, piggy bank. bank had been slashed open, and all of his coins were stolen. That's so sad. sad. Uh, my mom lost it. <laughs> After that, everything was locked up, and even now, 30 years later, I double and triple check that doors and windows are all secure before leaving the house and repeatedly question myself when I go out of town. Don't Aww, we all? Yes. But, yeah. Yeah, I have, like, fucking turned around and been like, I'm not sure I locked the front door. Ugh. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Like, when I used to go home for lunch, mm-hmm. I would be like, did I lock the door? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Or, like, sometimes... Would forget to close the garage. Ugh. Ugh. And I was like, I'm not leaving the garage unlocked. Nope. I just cared about my dogs. That's all I cared about. Like, I was like, I don't care, whatever, but, like, my dogs. I care about my dogs. For sure. Uh, A masked guy walked in. No. No, thank you. I live in a joint family system. My house is at the top, and gas just finalized construction, and this is the night we moved in. Sure. Uh, Some people need to learn words. Right. I'm at the ground floor with my sister and three cousins and their parents. That's a lot of people. Yeah. We're all laughing and having fun watching TV when a masked guy with a gun walks in. Ah! Yikes. Now I'm scared shitless because this is Pakistan and I am in a... I am in a... I am a closet atheist. Oh. So now I think he's come for me. Instead, he beats up my uncle and starts asking them for money and jewelry. They go out of the room to look while this one guy watches us. Everyone is dead quiet. We're all kids in here, aside from that one guy laughing and making jokes. He's nice, but the others, not so much. Jesus. Yeah, holy hell. One comes in and says they are from Afghanistan and that Pakistan has helped the U.S. destroy their country. So he is going to rob Pakistan. When we said that we obviously weren't from the government, he said the army did. Did it. I freeze. Mm. My dad, who's at the top floor, is in the army. He has been deployed at the Afghan border. Uh, No one's children are on the same floor as the parents, and nobody knows what's going on. I think our floor is the only one, and when they take everyone's phones, I thank God that my nexus is in my room. Uncle comes back with mean thief. (laughs) I love the narration. Yeah. They didn't find enough. Apparently someone told him that we had gold bricks hidden somewhere in our home. Uh. This is where I start to calm down. They're here for money, not for me. Then he tells the nice guy to shoot me to get them to talk. Jesus. Jesus. They manage to talk him out of it, though. Then they take my eldest cousin and tell his parents if they don't cough up more, they're never going to see him again. <laughs> after a bit more beating and searching, they decide to leave. My dad comes down after they've left to check on everyone. He's been hurt pretty bad. Uh, whoopsie, my nexus is gone. Thankfully, didn't touch my PS4 or PS3. Priorities. <laughs> yep. Everyone is safe, though. They were about to take a hostage. Also, one of my cousins was apparently crying and begging the gunman not to kill him to the point where the thief had to re- reassure him that they were not. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Dear God. That's right? so awful. I know. So, yeah. Later, police tells us one of them was killed in a showdown at another house when one of the neighbors called the police. Oh. My mother is traumatized by the incident. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Jesus. Like, holy hell. That's awful. It is awful. It's very awful. I'm scary. I know. But his PS3 and PS4 were okay. We're okay. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. Priorities, indeed. This one is called, I Forgot to Lock the Door. Hey. Throwback. Oh, Oh God. (laughs) Uh, When I was about eight years old, my family and I were away on holiday staying at a motel. 
My parents had their own room. My sister was in the single bedroom, and I was on the little fold-out bed in the living room. My parents went to bed early, telling me to lock the sliding glass door before I went to bed. You had one job, Timothy. (laughs) (laughs) One goddamn job. One fucking job. Lock the door. (laughs) What's the name of the story? I forgot to lock the door. (laughs) Fucking Timothy. I don't even know if that's this person's name. It should be. I know. Little Timothy, you got one fucking job. <laughs> I forgot to lock it. Uh-huh. And then went to sleep in my fold-out bed located by the front door. Okay. Uh-huh. In front of the front door. Okay. Noted. Next morning, I wake up my parents. Uh, next morning, woke up. My parents' wallets, a bag, and some cash were gone. A robber had come in through the door, stepped over me while I was sleeping, went into my sister's room, stole her bag, went into <sighs> my parents' room, stole their wallets and cash from the bedside table, then walked... Back over me on their way out. Oh, God. Yeah. Scary to think what he would have done had any of us woken up but couldn't sleep for a week after that. And I was always conscious about locking the door. Mm, Fair enough. Learned your lesson. Learned it the hard way, but yeah. But even that, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that deep of a sleeper. But, like, if someone stepped over me, I would wake up. How terrifying would that be to wake up with somebody fucking... Over your person. It would be one of the most horrible things I've ever experienced. Yeah. No, thank you. Lordy. I do not want. No. Mm -mm. Not a fan. Mm -hmm. Not my fave. Uh, So in college, I had these neighbors upstairs. One night, when we were all coming back drunk from the bar, they went upstairs to their apartment, and I went to mine. Moments later, after walking in, I hear them upstairs screaming bloody murder. Oh. Eek. I see a guy in a jumpsuit running by my window and ducked in a closet and called the cops. Evidently, they walked in and saw a guy with a knife in his hand going through their shit. Yeah. He must have just got there as he hadn't found anything yet to steal. But my neighbor screamed. They told me the intruder got spooked, screamed, and ran out of the apartment scared shitless. When the cops showed up to investigate, my neighbors got several possession charges for weed, and the younger one got an underage drinking charge. I felt pretty terrible, but I didn't know what was going on. Ugh. So, like... That's awful. Yeah. That is awful. No thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is called, They Stole the Babysitter's Purse. Okay. My story... I thought it was going to end with, And They Stole the Baby. Oh. (laughs) I was about to be real shook. (laughs) They stole the baby. They stole the baby. My story isn't too dramatic, but I remember when I was a kid, about four or five years old, someone broke into my house and stole my babysitter's purse. How fucking dare. The audacity. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was downstairs watching TV while my brother and I were having a nap. I was awake at the time and walked out of my bedroom asking if nap time was over, and I saw the guy just down the hall in our kitchen. I remember him having short, dark brown hair, average height and build. And a goatee. He looked to be about 40 years old. I love that they remember this when they were four or five years old. Please. Uh, when the guy that saw has me, to be, like, one of their first memories. Yeah. Because that's when you start making permanent memories is when you're, like, four-ish. Yeah, three, four, true. or five. But, like, when you're four or five, you're not like, that man looks average build with a goatee. That's true. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, all yeah. those details aren't something right. a four-year-old memorizes. Right. But, anyway. Right. Uh, when the well, guy especially because don't kids normally go based off of feelings, like how the person made them feel. Like, if you ask a kid about a person, they'll be like, they scared me. Yeah. Or. I liked them. Yes, that kind of shit. Yeah. They're not like. At 
four or five. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, when the guy saw me, he got spooked and ran out the back door. As far as I'm aware, the police never caught the guy, but he didn't get away with very much. Maybe $40 in cash and a credit card or two at most. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Babysitters are not like... <laughs> They're babysitters for a reason. Yeah. They ain't rolling in the dough. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> they ain't. Yeah, you need to go for... Never mind. It's like, you need to, you need to go for nannies if you want. <laughs> if you want to get money. Who am I? Oh. We're sitting on babysitters right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. I'm no, a horrible you're, person. You're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I, that's all for the... Yay! Tales of Cotton Yak. Tales of, of And people. then I just want to tell this one, like, person living in someone's house yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I've actually heard about this story before mm-hmm. because there is a murder involved. There's a murder most foul. So I've actually heard about this story, but it was in a lot greater detail mm-hmm. than I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Just saying. Okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with the story of Theodore Edward Coney. Mm, I don't know if I am. Coney's? Coney's? Sure. Coney. Sure. By September of 1941, Theodore Edward Coney's had fallen on hard times, so he went to visit his old friend, Philip Peters, whom he hadn't seen in many years. When Coney got to the house in Denver, Colorado, he found it empty and unlocked. Peters was out to see his wife, who had a broken hip and was in the hospital. So Coney's led himself into the house. Inside, he found a small door that led to a tiny attic room. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Coney's, who was a rather small man, managed to get in the room and decide it was better than living on the streets for the winter. So he was like, yeah, I'm just going to... Live in this attic. Hole up in my friend's attic without his permission or consent. Awesome. Which I don't understand. If he's your friend, don't you think maybe you could have just been like, hey, can I crash your place for a bit? Yeah. Yes, that makes... Because that's what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Be like, you got a couch I can... Hang out on? Yeah. For a couple weeks? I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, same. Whatever. He lived there for a few weeks. Whenever Peters left the house, Coney slipped out of his hiding spot and helped himself to some food and used the bathroom. That lasted until October 17th. On that day, Coney slipped out of his attic room and started cooking. But Peters hadn't gone out. He was actually napping and was startled by Coney's, whom he didn't recognize because he hadn't seen him. In some time. Yeah. Coney's attacked Peters and pistol whipped the 73-year-old man to death. Holy shit. So he killed him. God. Yeah. He killed him in his own home. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Instead of fleeing, Coney's went back up into his hiding spot in the attic. Yeah. Just hang out mm-hmm. in the attic. Mm-hmm. Police were called after the fr- after friends discovered the body, but the police were incredibly puzzled by the crime scene. All the doors and windows were locked, so they were unsure how the killer had gotten in and left the house. A short time later, Peter's wife returned to the home and hired a series of housekeepers. However, when they kept leaving because they were sure the house was haunted, hmm. right? Fair. So, like, basically the, like, longer version of this is there was, like, all kinds of creepy shit going yeah. on. Where, like, people heard things and saw things and, uh-huh. like, and right. they were, like, it's haunted and they kept leaving. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so the woman ended up moving in with her son. So finally she was like, fuck it, I'm mm-hmm. moving out. Yeah. So Coney's, on the other hand, stayed right where he was. He was like, nah, I'm gonna stay in the house. 
So when people would pass by the house, they'd see lights on in random rooms. Mm -hmm. They'd hear strange sounds. The police investigated but could never find anyone in the house, so people just assumed that it was haunted. Jesus. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Eventually, the police started doing surveillance on the home. On July 30th, 1942, 11 months Mm -hmm. after having moved in. So he lived in this fucking house for 11 months. Almost a year. Yeah. The police finally saw Coney's move a curtain, exposing his face. Mm. So someone actually saw him. Saw him. They raided the house and caught Coney's in the act of climbing up into his attic room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had always assumed that the door was just too narrow for anyone to oh, fit through uh-huh. because it was really... Really teeny. And yeah, yeah. And I think he was... I mean, he was eating and stuff, but I think he was malnourished. Pretty if I, thin. Yeah. yeah. Um... So Coney's was arrested and convicted of murdering Peters, and then he died on May 16th, 1967, in prison. But he lived in this guy's house. Almost a year. For almost a year, and he killed him. He fucking pistol whipped him, and then continued to live in his house. Drove away the man's wife's house servants. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is so bizarre. Like, it's not nice. Well, yeah. That is, that's the epitome of not nice, I yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> don't murder people. It's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> but then I just don't understand the mindset of like, hey, you're my friend, but I'm just going to sneak into your attic. Yeah. Like, me I don't either. understand why you wouldn't just be like, can I sleep on your couch? I don't either. Hard times. I really don't. Yeah. Throw me a bone. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I would throw you a bone. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. I'll throw you one too. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I've got a way comfy couch now that pulls out into a big ass bed. That's true. You do. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's so fancy. I'm in love. I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> just. It's perfect for blanket nests. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's great. <laughs> I've never had. Listen, guys. Guys, pals, <laughs> listeners, pals. <laughs> I have never owned a nice couch ever in my whole life. It's been shitty hand me downs and like dumpster dives and <laughs> from Goodwill. Yeah. Well, it was DI, but yeah. I went to Goodwill. I have never bought a couch as an adult, which is weird. But, I, <laughs> but it's happened now and it's beautiful. <sighs> and you have a nice couch. I have a nice couch. It's great. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway. I don't own couches right now. That's fair. At this point in my life, I don't own couches. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a bed. Yes, you do. I think that matters most. It's a lovely bed. I love my bed. Your bed is so nice. My bed is great. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, my bed is awesome. Honestly, it It really is. is. (laughs) It really is. I love it, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. All right. So. (laughs) So. So it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Let me get my laptop out and stuff, and I'm going to put my feet by you. Hope that's okay. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> they, I do have slippers slippers on, well, slipper socks, so it's cozy. Slipper socks. Slipper socks. <laughs> All right. My topic today yes. is a person. <gasps> Male or female? Male. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to go over, we're going to start... With all of his aliases first. Okay. And then you're going to tell me the bad things he did to good people? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. So, today we are talking about 
Carl Baldwin, Jeff Davis, Jefferson Davis, Jefferson Rhodes, Jeff Rhodes, Jack Allen, Jefferson Baldwin, John King, John O'Leary, Cooper John, Teddy Bettard. Real name, Carl Panzeram. Okay. And <laughs> not even close to any of those other names. No, not even. Uh, and I have to tell you, I'm kind of surprised that, like, I don't think anybody ever talks about him or knows about him, and that's kind of weird to me because he's done some shit. Yeah, I've never even heard of him. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. I don't think that I have. I watched a documentary Just about him. Just from what, ago. like, the name the of the person name? and yeah. his alias is, doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. So he was born in June of 1891. Okay. Or 1892. Like, all my sources said some different things, as mm. per usual. Mm. So, Aye. we're back to the classics of, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we're back to the classics. Yeah. Uh, but, which, I'm trying to remember, I should have looked this up, but, like, that's near about H.H. Um, H. Holmes, right? Oh. Is it? I want to say it is. Well, I might look really quickly. H.H. H. Holmes was 1800s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, at the same time, uh, H.H. Holmes died in 1896. Oh, shit, okay. So he was, yeah, he was Holmesing in, like, the early... (laughs) He was Holmesing (laughs) in, like, the 1880s and shit. Okay. (laughs) Holmesing. Sorry. I love that phrase. (laughs) Turn a phrase? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah, he was Holmesing in like the seventies and eighties. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this guy born eighteen ninety one, eighteen ninety two. Carl was born to Johann John, like AKA John, uh, okay. and Matilda Panzram in East Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? Eh, indeed. <laughs> Uh, another article said that his mom's name was Lizzie, not Matilda, so I don't, I don't. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Vibe. Right? Yeah. So this story, I don't know, take with a grain of salt, I guess. I tried, I really tried to research this time and do good things, but I can only do so much. And with that, I'm telling you right now, like, the timelines for all of this and the dates are jacked. Like... I, I, I'll give you a, I, I'll say a date, but... Take it with a grain of salt. I'm really not sure. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Believe me, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, have researched, so I did it. <clears throat> right. So his parents were farmers, and he had five siblings, and in nowhere in my research did it say if he was the oldest, the youngest, or the middle. Okay. Like, he had some brothers and sisters. He was a sibling. He was a sibling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so age seven, his father abandons the family, and young Carl, at the age of fucking eight, (laughs) he gets arrested for being drunk and disorderly. At eight? At eight. What? So a year after his father has left. Yes. Yes. This kid, this kid doesn't stand a chance, I'm telling you now. Like, he is fucked (laughs) from the get-go. At eight. Eight. <laughs> no, you're right. Arrested absolutely. for being drunk and disorderly. Absolutely fucked from the get-go. Uh-huh. He yep. arrested at eight. At eight. 
That's my aesthetic. <laughs> Drunk and right? Stardom young. <laughs> this is why I'm not a parent. <laughs> Fair. All right. So a couple years later, he's 12 now. I need to burp again. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, he steals some cakes, some apples, and a revolver from some neighbors. Uh, and he's caught. So he it gets him sent to the Minnesota State Training School, a.k.a. Hell. Uh, literally? Uh-huh. Okay. Basically. Basically. <laughs> so this training school is is rough. He is beaten, he's raped, and he's tortured by the staff. At this school. Yes. Are you kidding? No. And other students. Holy fuck. Yeah. He has a rough time in this school. That is intense. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a reform school, right? For, like, troubled youth and shit. Holy fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was the proverbial punching bag, and... The school, like, was, like, meant to curb his habits, uh, set him up to be a model citizen, you know, reform, whatever, uh, and it, it just does the opposite for Carl, right? Right, yeah. Like, it basically teaches him to be a bad person instead uh, of a good one. Understandably. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, but understandably. Right? Like, sorry, but Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Um... So Carl, he is a talented liar and a thief, and he super fucking loves it. And as revenge for everything that he suffered at the school, he makes a bomb and he burns the school's workshop to the ground. Okay. And he's never caught for this. I don't know. This is, He's probably around like 13, 14. Jesus. At this age. Mm-hmm. Did he hurt anybody or just burn it? He anything? just burned it to the ground. Okay. Yeah. So, with his lying skills honed, he somehow gets the staff to believe that he's a model citizen and he's released. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good work. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because he basically gets into trouble immediately after mm-hmm. getting out. He, he steals a lot. He, he drinks disorderly. Disorderly. (laughs) Disorderly drinking, yeah. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He tells his mother that he wants to become a priest uh, because he doesn't want to do hard labor. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Yeah. Shots hit target. (laughs) Yep. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Um, But, like, as soon as he gets... To priest school, whatever. Uh, he basically pulls a gun on a priest. Oh my god. He loses the struggle and is expelled. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Rut row. Rut row. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and now things get worse, if you can believe it. I can. He's about 15 or 16, uh, and he runs away from home after, like, soon after he's expelled from the church. And since he, like, hasn't really gone to school, his education is pretty low, whatever, uh, train hopping is how he gets around. Okay. Like, he just hops on trains. Uh, and it's rough because he's gang raped by a bunch of homeless men Ugh. on a train. Okay. What the fuck? I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> 
It just gets worse. Okay. <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> so traumatized and full of rage, uh, Carl just spirals into more criminal activities. Like, he's, he keeps doing his thieving. You know, he moves on arson and that kind of thing. Uh, and his burglary includes, like, assault now. So, like, not breaking it into houses and stealing stuff, but, like, assaulting people to steal their stuff. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, it does. Okay. So, he doesn't... And, and this seems to, like, satisfy him. Like, he doesn't try and better his life in any way. He doesn't try and get a job. He's just like, yeah, this works. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Steady source of income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other people's income, but mm-hmm. still. Right. He's like, I didn't earn this, but give it to me. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's my aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of aesthetics. <laughs> Y'all do. should check out my blog. <laughs> <laughs> my Tumblr blog. Your Tumblr blog. It's all my aesthetics. aesthetics. <laughs> Uh, but he does try and, like, apply himself, so he joins the army. Okay. He's, like, 16, 17 now. Uh, and surprise, it doesn't go well. Surprise! Uh, yep. He's a really terrible soldier, and he has a problem with authority. So he's put in, in jail a lot for insubordination. Um, and eventually, he, uh, he gets charged with larceny multiple times, so he's dishonorably discharged. Oh, Okay. No one was surprised. Nope. Nope. So after that, also, no one was surprised. He goes back to his criminal ways. Well, yeah. Yeah. And why you wouldn't. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Theft, assault, arson, burglary, all that jazz. Ooh. Okay, so one thing that I find interesting about this guy is that he doesn't really try and hide any of his crimes, these crimes in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he he steals in broad fucking daylight. He burns houses in broad daylight. Like, he, he's not very, not that he's not good at it, but, like, <laughs> he just doesn't give a rat's ass yeah. about being caught. I feel uh, <laughs> like a very Joker vibe. Mm. Right? Like, I feel yeah. like that's something yeah. the Joker would do, yeah. where he'd just be like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do all this shit in the daytime. Right? Yeah. He Just mad chaos. Just okay. whatever. Uh, so because he doesn't really try and hide it, he goes to prison a lot. Yeah. A lot. Uh, so here are some of the prisons that he went to. <laughs> Montana State Reform School, Montana State Prison, Oregon State Prison, Bridgeport, Connecticut Prison, Sing Sing Prison in New York. Oh my god. Clinton Correctional Facility in New York and Washington, D.C. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got around. Also, like, not surprisingly, all, like, his time at all these prisons was not great. Uh-huh. Because he was an asshole that refused to do anything anybody wanted him to do. Right? So, um, like, anytime the guards asked him to do something or whatever, like, he wouldn't do it, and so the guards would beat him. Like, he was beaten a lot in prison. And he was starved. Uh, at Oregon State Prison, he was hung from the rafters and then was, like, in solitary confinement all the time. So, I know he's a bad guy, but they are not helping. No! Right? Like... No, none of these people are. Right? Like, you don't... You don't... Mm-hmm. Beat the bad out of somebody. Right? Like, yeah. If anything, you're driving it home. Mm-hmm. Stop. Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So when he's in Oregon State Prison, um, which is one of his earlier times in prison, uh, he helped an inmate escape Otto Hooker, and as Hooker was escaping the grounds, he killed the warden, and that made Carl an accomplice to the murder. So okay, you're doing great, Carl. Woo! Choose your friends wisely, Carl. Yeah, but that one wasn't entirely his fault. It's just an accomplice because he helped the guy escape. Yeah. So yeah, but still, um, he serves his time, uh, and I'm not sure. I found differing accounts. One said that like he served his time and then got out. Um, but another one said that he made a few escape attempts before finally, like, succeeding and getting the hell out of Dodge Mm -hmm. after getting out of prison, so I don't know if he did either one. Um, but surprise, as soon as he's out of prison, he goes back to committing all the crime! Woo! Woo! Was surprised! Yep. Anybody? No one. Anybody? Do we have a cricket sound effect right now? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) the best that I could do. <laughs> nice. I like your cricket. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so he lives a, a like pretty transient lifestyle, still like train hopping and going from place to place. Uh, now, it needs to be noted that Carl is very big. He's like over six feet tall Ooh. and built. Okay. Like he's a tank of a person. Uh, you can look up pictures of him online. We'll probably post some. I think he looks like Jude Law. Oh. I'm I'm not joking. Like, there's some <laughs> pictures of him with a mustache and without, with it shaved, whatever. Really? He looks like Jude Law to me. That's or, amazing. like, they could be related. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so now it is 1920. And Carl breaks into a home in New Haven, Connecticut, and it's the home of the Secretary of War, who was responsible for a lot of his sentencing when he was in the Army. Okay. Does that make sense? So, like, he has a grudge against this guy? Right. Um, right. So, like, to my knowledge, he targeted this house on purpose because he knew, he knew whose house it was. Mm-hmm. Um, need to hiccup. <laughs> Excuse me. Alright, so he steals jewels, bonds, money, and a sick-ass handgun. Oh. This isn't going to go well. Not the handgun. I'm just going to tell you right now. Spoiler alert. Bad things for Bad people. Things. <clears throat> Bad things for good people. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carl buys a yacht, and it's named um, Akiska. Akiska? Okay. Uh, and he immediately begins luring drunken soldiers onto the yacht, raping them, and then murdering them. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit escalates. Yep. And then he dumps their bodies in a narrow channel where he knows they won't be found. Until they are. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Nobody will find these here. Heh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. No, you're good. <laughs> also, noted... I find it interesting. Carl's kind of weird in the fact that he pretty much only assaults men. He pretty much never lays a hand that on a woman. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's because his attackers were mostly men? I think so, because, like, when he was young at that reform school, yeah. the staff was mostly men, and, like, his father abandoned him. Yeah. Um, the fight with the priest was a man. Obviously. You know, so, like, yeah, most of his confrontation has been with men, so I think yeah. that's... 
who his like where his aggression goes. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like he's he targets men for sure. Does he target deserving men or innocent men? Because that's all the difference. Uh, we'll get there. Pretty innocent people. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so he roughly oh. murders about ten people this way. Jesus. Um, and the only reason that this stops is because, uh, his yacht like runs aground and sinks near Atlantic he City. He lost his damn yacht. Yeah. So he like runs it aground and it sinks, and that's why that's why that stopped. <laughs> Wow, so like he could have, yeah. Kept oh going. yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Carl just like goes wherever the fuck, and he decides to go to Africa after he sinks his boat. Yeah, because why not take this know, murder spree on the road? You know, I've been thinking about going to Africa. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I could, I could go to Africa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could go. I could go. I could go there. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So he lands in Angola and immediately rapes and murders a, an eleven-year-old boy. Oh, it gets so much worse. Yeah. So, 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 some innocent people. He's not. He's not like murdering bad people. He's he sad. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's not great. Carl. <clears throat> Carl. Yeah. Don't do that, Carl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and now his time in Africa is really, like, he goes, it's not just Africa, but he goes all over and goes everywhere, and it was really hard to follow where he was going. I wasn't sure. My research was not helping. <laughs> okay. I, Sometimes I, research is really hard. Yeah. Um, I do know... Uh, that eventually he hires six six guides, um, like rowers, mm-hmm. um, to take him on a crocodile hunting trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kidding, huh? He shoots all of the rowers and then feeds them to the crocodiles instead. Oh my god! Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? I know, right? Yeah. Like, how has nobody heard about this dude? Cause he does some fucked up wow yeah. shit. I don't know how we've never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. Right? Okay. It's awful. Um, but now, finally, like, the police are hot on his tail, and he basically just hops from place to place, running. And killing. Yeah. Uh. Alright, what is it? Yeah, so he goes to Lisbon, um, but the police are there, and they're like, please no, not here. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere but here. Please no, Yeah. Uh, so having enough of his overseas wanderings and with the police really close to catching him, he heads back to the U.S. God fucking damn it. Yay, we don't want him. Right? Because he gets here. We don't want you, Carl. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Carl, no. He gets here, and again, he rapes and murders two young boys in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, he strangled one and then beat the other one with a rock. We don't want you, Carl. Honestly, though. Yeah. Yeah. Making his way between Baltimore and D.C., he murders two more boys. Carl, this has to stop. <laughs> Did he... Have you learned nothing from Ed Gein? One is too many. One is too many, Carl. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, 1923, he's caught and sent to the Clinton Correctional Facility, um, which at the time was known to be, like, brutal as hell. Good. Uh, but, like always, Carl was like, 
fuck this and got in fights with everybody, including other inmates, guards, and, like, anyone that came mm, across him. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Carl. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Uh, so he was not one to just sit idly by, and he tries to escape, and it goes horribly wrong. He tries to jump a wall, uh, and he ends up just landing on, like, a concrete stair on the other side, which breaks his legs, his ankles, and fucks up his back. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He deserved it. Yeah. He deserved worse. Right? Well, the prison doesn't operate on it for 14 months. Holy shit. Yep. Savage. Yep. I'm into it. Yeah. They just, like, <laughs> they just, like, fucking leave him all broken for over a year. They were like, I think this will subdue him for a bit. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, I don't blame them because as soon as, as soon as they operate and they fix him, while he's in the infirmary, he rapes an inmate and is then sent to solitary confinement. Are you kidding? Because heaven fucking forbid he have some chill. Oh my god. <clears throat> right? Heaven fucking forbid he have some chill. <laughs> No, but you're right. Yeah. So he's filled with more rage than he knows what to do with, and he starts to plot out ways to mass murder people. Okay. Uh, he really wants to poison the city's water supply. Goals. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a plan to try and steal slash commandeer. Uh, there was a British warship that was docked in New York. Okay. Uh, he wanted to try and, like, commandeer the ship and start a war between England and the U.S., Wow, he set his sights really high. Dude, yeah, he was like... <laughs> he know, was going for it. Go for the clouds and shit. Right. like Shoot for the stars, honestly, my bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, like, it didn't happen. But damn, Carl. <laughs> Carl, <clears throat> you're such an inspiration. Honestly. <laughs> uh, so I don't even know how this happens, but he's released again. Oh my god. From prison. Which just boggles my mind. You don't know how this happens? The well, justice system. That's true. I do not. know how this happens. <laughs> so unreformed, Carl just keeps robbing and doing his thing. But he's got a limp now. Because of his leg. He's like, oh, Carl. <laughs> New Carl. He's got a skip and a step. Skip and a step. <laughs> uh, it really doesn't slow him down much, though. He just does whatever. Burglaries. All the things. Bang. Meh. Meh. 1928, he's captured again in D.C. And now, this is when we know... This is... From this event is why we know about Carl. Okay. Okay? Is he confesses to killing the two young boys in his travels between Baltimore and D.C. Okay. Those two young boys. He confesses to killing them. And that's when the guards are like, hmm... We better pass this information along. Oh, yeah. And they do, and it gets investigated, and it's found to be very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they start to connect the dots about all of the murders that he's committed. Shit. So because of that confession, that's how he is found Everything out. Everything just Everything else apart. is found out. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, and the police realize that he's a serial killer. He's killed other boys. He, all these other crimes he's yeah. committed. He's sentenced to 25 to life. Fucking finally. Uh, good lord. Oh my. Are they You're wrestling? Neighbor? I don't know who even. The neighbors are being rough, guys. <laughs> I'm afraid <clears throat> a foot's just gonna burst through the Honestly, ceiling. Honestly, I kind of am too. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Alright. So he's finally sentenced. Yeah, fucking finally. And he's sent to Leavenworth Prison. 
And again, things don't go great. Carl tells the warden that he's going to murder the first man that bothers him. Jesus. Uh-huh. So to try and keep this from happening, the warden assigns Carl a solitary job in the laundry room. Um, but <laughs> he kills his supervisor. Jesus. With a pipe. Jesus. Yep. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> For fuck's sake. What is happening? I think they're playing tag. Hashtag apartment living. <laughs> Honestly, Say it louder for the people in the back. Apartment living. Hashtag. All the hashes of tags. Right. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know exactly how the justice system works. Yeah, does anyone? But he's sentenced to death after this. Okay. Where he was like, it was 25 to life. Uh-huh. And now he, after he kills this um, guard... He's sentenced to death. Okay. So I don't know how that happened, but, like, I agree. <laughs> well, yeah. So. <laughs> um, so, randomly, a group of human rights activists try to butt in and get the death penalty waived for Carl. Why? I don't know. He's bad. Uh, yeah. Let him fry. Well, and here's what Carl says about that. Okay. This is a quote from Carl. The only thanks you and your kind will get from me for your efforts on my behalf is that I wish you all had one neck and that I had my hands on it. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking savage. Yep. So he, like, didn't accept their help. He was like, nope. Nope. I'd rather rot. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so while he's on death row, he meets a guard named Henry Lesser. And Lesser pities Carl... And they oddly, like, strike up a friendship. Okay. Um, And I feel like it's the only friend Carl has ever had in his life. I could be wrong. (laughs) And Carl tells the guard that if he can get him some writing tools, he'll write out his whole life story for this guard. And he does. Like, good to his word, Henry manages to slip Carl paper and pens. And Carl writes down everything, like, his whole insane, crazy-ass life. He doesn't leave out any detail of any crime he committed. Um, yeah. The opening passage of his writing reads as follows. In my lifetime, I have murdered 21 human beings. I have committed thousands of burglaries, robberies, larcenies, arsons, and last but not least, I have committed sodomy on more than a thousand male human beings. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. For all these things, I am not the least bit sorry. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Uh Uh-huh. I think... I may be discovering my favorite serial favorite killer. Favorite serial killer? <laughs> He's wild as He's shit. He's so wild. So, a lot of people think that, like, anytime he was train hopping, any of that stuff, he was raping men. Like, sodomy. Men. Yeah. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. So, from, like, when he was 16 on. It's a long history of raping. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a lot. Rape. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of buttholes. It's sad. It's so sad. It's very sad. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for all these things, I'm not the least bit sorry. That is insane. Yeah. Uh, September 1930, Carl Panzram is hanged. Ugh, finally. The guards attempted... Right? Right. The guards attempted to put a black hood over his head, and he spat on the executioner. Because he's gotta be extra. Right. 
Naturally. Uh, when asked what his final words are, he replied, Yes, hurry it up, you Hoosier bastard. I could kill a dozen while you're fooling around. <laughs> oh, he's so awful. Right? He's the fucking worst. Uh, his grave is at Leavenworth Prison and is only marked by his prison number, which is 31614. And apparently um, the guard, Henry Lesser, he eventually published all the writing that Carl did, um, and he published it in 1970. I don't know if you can find the book mm-hmm. or read it. I don't know. Um, and I know, like, at the time, it was too disturbing for most people to read. Really? Um, yeah, like... It was rough because, like, details of all the shit that he did, Oof. most people just couldn't read it. Yeah. Um, well, because yeah, it's not fiction. Nope. Nope. It, it's totally mm-hmm. different when you're reading a, an account of something that actually happened to yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And from because the perpetrator's own mouth, like, is yeah. Because and I you think... can tell that he fucking enjoyed it. And that's awful. Mm-hmm. And but like I think the reason it makes me feel uncomfortable is because all I can think about, all I can think about, is the victim mm-hmm. and how they must have felt. Mm-hmm. And that's right? awful, right? I think this is a good sign. It shows that I'm not. A you're you're a good person. Yeah. Oh, sweetie. Because I feel so bad for them. That's good. <laughs> Empathy. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's it. So that's Carl Pan's Ram. I he's horrible, and I I don't know how like more people don't talk about him in the realm of serial killers. He's awful, and I think he might be my favorite. Hey, I'm into it. You're welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Because, like, I've never heard anyone talk about him ever. I've never... And I've never seen him in that any... That's the first li- time I've ever heard of him. Well, and, like, I've never seen him in any, like, serial killer lists or, like... Yeah. I have to laugh because anytime I see some list of, like, like serial killer you may not know, I'm like, ha! Because <laughs> it's always a list of the same people, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, we talked about him. And we always know him. Them. Yeah. Not him. Well, yeah. No, it's always the same. It's, yeah. like, you know... Dahmer. Heard him. Yeah. Done this. Ted Bundy. Listen to that. Ramirez. All that shit. Like, the same guys over and over. Mm -hmm. Like, I know all these serial killers. Yep. Yeah, like, um, I, I watched a documentary about him, like, it was a while ago. Mm -hmm. I took a chance on a documentary and I was shook. That is nice when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yep. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so should we sign off? Yeah, I think so. We don't got anything else. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for sticking it out mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. It's a fun time, mm-hmm. even if we're not consistent. <laughs> We did so good when we started. We did. Well, but you had, like, a regular schedule. Yeah, that's and true. like That is true. That is true. Our lives weren't as upside down as Oof. they are now. Woof. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully we can get back into more of a routine. Yeah. 
but it's good. Thanks, yeah. guys. It is. Yeah, thank you. We love you. Deathies. Deathies fam. <laughs> um, socials. Twitter. Yes. Death becomes underscore us. I. Instagram. Death period becomes period us. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, brother blog that our friend Seth writes is wehavebecomedeath.wordpress.com Lovely. He's beautiful. Yes, he is. Um, He's a gem. He is. We love him. Uh, iTunes. Stitcher. SoundCloud. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Those places. You can listen to us there. The huge. Also Facebook. Also, fa- yeah, we have a Facebook group. You can interact with us. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Yay. we'll respond. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we do respond. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it for this week. Um, we still have sign up. I do. We, you do? Good night. Don't die. Good night. Don't die. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. That's good. Yep. All right. So. So. Good night. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>